cults and gangs, magic and espionage, mafias and anarchists, power and struggle. When conspiracy and deceit begin to stack up in the shadows, and the elite turn their backs and sneer upon the huddled masses, it's time to become City of Thorns Renegades. Episode 6 The Changing of the Game So, Luca has been uh, working his magic on the main stage of Sasha's place. And uh, it's gone relatively okay. There are plenty of uh, individuals who are appreciating his musical stylings. um, But the vast majority don't seem to be. Either they have different musical styles that they appreciate, or they are shadowrunners who are far too cynical to appreciate any sort of lounge singing. <laughs> but regardless, uh, a elven individual has arrived and has seated himself in one of the tables. And they have a briefcase that only Lily knows contains a magical scroll. And William is doing his best to pretend to be a bartender under the circumstances. Uh, Larat Blanc has been attempting to help William in 
serving those jerks. And that is where we return. And at this point in time, I would like to see what Titus Kowalski <coughs> Um, I mean, he's still just bartending. Um, I I don't think he's super great at multitasking to do anything else while he does that. <laughs> so, Titus Kovlovsky is attempting to help out around the bar. That's uh, pretty cool. Luca, what is your next step? Seeing as well, how you are on the stage and all eyes are kind of upon you. Oh, no. Um. Oh, shit. I have no idea. That's okay, too. All you uh, have to do is choose an action. Alright, so I guess after that rough rough uh, performance there Uh, shit (laughs) I was really hoping that would have gone better Uh, (laughs) okay so he's gonna kinda he's just He'll, he'll kind of, I guess he'll, he'll look toward, or I will look toward the um, kind of whoever seemed to enjoy it and kind of nod and thank you. And then I'll, I'll turn off the mic and descend back down off the freaking stage. All right, score. Um, as you do so, would you please roll me the following? Mm. Charisma plus charisma. Oh, no. Is this to see how how much his ego shrinks? No, just <laughs> this is primarily to see how charismatically he leaves the stage. Gotcha. I'm using an edge. Okay. <laughs> yes. No, this makes sense. I this like This is that. a good use of an edge. <laughs> Three hits, no glitches. All right. Three hits, no glitches. Uh, you're able to leave the stage just as nonchalantly as you approached it. Um, it's actually kind of impressive. Like, folks are, like, even the folks who didn't appreciate the music also have to take note that you entered to the stage with presence and you left the stage they might not have liked the song, but uh, they appreciated how you presented yourself. Hmm. I can accept that. I'll, I'll take the little wins for now. I would take them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll take. I'll take the little wins. Um. 
at this point in time, uh, the elvish gentleman in the nice suit with the with the uh, briefcase is going to grab said briefcase and eject himself. He's going to yeet himself from the seating arrangement that he has picked. And he's going to approach the bar and head directly towards William. Hmm. I'm going to uh, message the chat and be like, the dude <coughs> with the briefcase has a magic item in his briefcase. Seems fishy. What is it? Why is fishy? I guess not necessarily fishy as much as interesting. I want to know who he is. Um, Lerat Blanc like sends back like a thumbs up and a winky face emoji. Like, oh, I see what you're up to. You're gonna do some sneaky thieving. The elf approaches the main bar. He comes face to face with William, who is within three meters of this engagement. This is up to you. You decide whether or not you're going to be close to this engagement or if you're going to be a little bit further away, outside. I mean, Lurat Blanc is just running around. He's trying to get all these orders. There's six people in this bar. It's a rush, you know? (laughs) Like, he's dedicated to Sasha's place, not losing a single star. (laughs) No matter how low the the patrons think of this place, Lurat Blanc will not be debased by it. I'll take a seat on the bar and do the thing. Okay. Yeah. And then Luca, after descending the, um, descending off the stage, I'll assist at the bar as well. Take off the outer jacket, roll up the sleeves of the button up, and we proceed to attempt to <coughs> regain a little face. Um, I appreciate that uh, Luca's actions remind me of the working class. Somebody who is not afraid to rise above and show all of their good talents, but is also not afraid to work in the dish pit if necessary. At least that's what it sounds like. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. Yeah, so Lerat's, like, scurrying around in the shadows, just making sure everybody's, you know, being attended to. Service, service, service. So, as this elf, with his magical-looking briefcase, approaches the bar, uh, he's going to interact with William first. Excuse me. Isn't there a kind of 
this balance around here that I could be interacting with? Um, the AR window for the ordering menu pops up and it says, Hi, what can I get you? Oh my god. Um, so... Uh, so William's response is going to be one of, like, at first he seems a little taken aback. Like, somebody is asking for Miss Valentine's name. And then suddenly, Lerat Blum just jumps in, but doesn't actually specifically jump in, but just presents the menu. The menu that has the cartoonish visage of Mistress Ballon. Oh, no. Can I recommend the kids? Oh, no. Who is sitting there going like, Hi, what can I do for you? Oh, my goodness. Welcome to Sasha's place. This is fucking fantastic. You're great. And all of these sprinkly little, like, side effect uh, emoticons and sound effects uh, <laughs> oh, seem... No seem to just permeate the landscape at which point uh, the individual this elvish man in the three piece suit with a magical briefcase just kind of looks up at William as well as those who appear to be staff members and looks around the real Miss Ballon, if you please. Oh. And the air window closes. Have a nice day, though. God. Um. Is is William saying anything? Uh, at this point, William's just kind of like, uh, <laughs> and he's kind of like pausing. Okay. So, this, uh, is, this is not usually his forte. He is not a face. All right. Uh, Luke is going to kind of pipe up then as, you know, cleaning a glass or something. Uh, she's, um, <laughs> she's not here. Although I could deliver a message if you'd like. Good. That is all I am here to do. And you are... I'll set the glass down on the bar and stick out my very large, calloused, you know, troll hand. <clears throat> Moretti. Moretti. Very good to meet. I trust that you are a close associate of Miss Valentine. I'm someone who can deliver your message. Very well. And uh, he's going to extend a small device across the table to you. And it appears to be a thumbprint scanner. Okay. What? 
What are you trying to take my thumbprint? What are you? I simply need to make sure that I have an accurate representation of the individual who is going to receive the message. All right. I'll just place my thumb on there. Of course, if All right. Deep, if I'm about to get shocked, Lucas can get pissed. <laughs> so you're gonna be pissed. Are you putting your thumbprint on this device? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Harden while I write Shit. (laughs) That's not good. I know. Harden me while I write some notes. (laughs) Maybe they're good notes. Hey, maybe they're good notes. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as a good deal. Yeah, and Luca actually. What fucking deal? It's that fucking shit with Mortimer. Yeah, Luca has so a full anyway, grasp of that. So anyway, what happens is the uh, thumbprint scanner does its scan and it registers Luca's mm. thumbprint, and at that point. Uh, Elf in his crisp attire uh, brings over the briefcase and opens it. And inside, Luca gets the first hand view of a glowing scroll of some magical importance. That is about all you can tell without a further roll. However, this scroll is being presented to and the elven individual says to you, this is to be delivered directly to Miss Bauer. Anyone who interferes with the magical seal on it will be made Supposed to be for Miss Balan's eyes and Miss Balan's eyes only. And we will know. Maybe not a <clears throat> maybe not immediately, but eventually, if anybody interferes with that communication. Alright. He closes right at the- He closes okay. the briefcase with the scroll inside and passes it over to Luca. I trust that this will be safe with you (laughs) now that you understand the full implications. (sighs) Yeah, it'll be safe with me. And right at that moment, Lerat Blanc runs up and he's like, I need two more daiquiris and one more uh, car bomb, Irish car bomb. Uh, and he's like panting and out of breath. Titus starts making a daiquiri and is like, you should not call the second drink that is very offensive. Not an Irish car uh, It's called it a, what is it then? Um, explosive. <laughs> freedom. What's... 
hey, man, I just write these drinks down and I bring them to you and then I bring them back to the people. I am dying out here. I am dying. <laughs> the elven individual is going to look Luca directly in the eyes at this point after his compatriots have attempted to do bartending interactions. (laughs) And he will look to Luca and very quietly say, I hope that the only carbons that you have to do with are inside of this establishment. And then he stands up from his bar's Walks out the door very swiftly. Can I trip him? Goodbye! Why? Come back! Oh my god! You can, you can certainly try. Trip the scariest person we've ever met. What? You can certainly you can certainly try. <laughs> well, let's see. I feel like I'm so incredibly be not going to save you. I don't even know how I, I could. really hope that I don't have to save you. Well, we're it's going to be up. We're about to find out. Well, what I was planning on doing originally was actually just using a, uh, <clears throat> a magic thing instead of physically doing it myself. Because why do it with your body when you can do it with magic? I was going to use a uh, physical barrier block just right behind his ankle. That's clever. I like it. Well, um, so here is how I'm going to ask you to do this. Lily, Mm. I need you to, first off, tell me how you're going to do this. Are you doing this with magic or are you doing this physically? I think I would be better at doing it with magic. Okay. How are you planning on doing this magically? I'd like to create a small physical barrier where I see where his feet are going to go. And block where I see where his feet are going to go. Okay. Is that about it? Or do you want to add anything to that? Okay. Okay, I would like to see uh, willpower plus logic. if you have a relevant skill that would associate with uh, predicting how somebody else is going to move or predicting how they're going to be athletic inclined. It's so mean though. Or like 
You must have been terrible in high school. No, you could uh, you could throw down athletics to assist yourself, but uh, the main role is going to be willpower plus logic. Very good. Uh, you're going to manage to trip uh, this individual. Well, uh, now. <laughs> as, they, as they start to walk out the door, um, very confident that they have accomplished their job, uh, they're, they're going to trip about halfway through the dance floor, where nobody is currently dancing. But at the same time, it's spacious enough that uh, they're going to realize that they were just tripped by probably nothing. And uh, as they trip, they're going to kind of look back at everybody who was gathered, trying to figure out who might have tripped them. But uh, as best as you can figure, they don't know. Who tried to trip them? And uh, they gather themselves and continue walking out the door. I understand what you wanted to do, but you have to do a different type of role in order to see if that was successful. Do you know what that is? Like con? Well, uh, your original intention, as I recall you hearing it, mm-hmm. uh, or as I recall you saying it, uh, was that you wanted to kind of trip them so that you could if you could grab their wallet. And so you managed to trip them, but what do you want to do now that that trip has been enabled? Well, I would say Rat would definitely rush up to this patron of the bar that he's just trying to, like, vamp for so hard and just be like, oh, my, I'm so sorry. These floors are atrocious, and we will absolutely compensate you. And he's, like, going to give him an AR, like, (laughs) gift certificate that he's whipped up. um, And it's got, like, Miss Balan giving a thumbs up on it for sure. Um, And it's, like, $5 off drinks before 2 p.m. on Tuesdays only. All right, um, I would like you to roll willpower plus charisma for me, please. Absolutely. Willpower six, charisma two. <laughs> oh no! Oh, God. Yes. I'm not doing anything bad. I'm giving a gift certificate. One, two, two hits. 
two hits, two glitch. <laughs> but so, that's not too two bad. Hits, I, so, two hits, two glitch. Um, as he is tripping over nothing, which is actually a small magical barrier, um, he kind of gathers himself and just, like, double-checks all of his holdings. And then the rat blanc suddenly comes up, double-checking, like, oh, my goodness, like, my friend, I am trying to make sure that you are uh, well taken care of while I am in charge of this particular area right now. And uh, I am sorry that I am intruding upon your particular space right now, but I wanted to make sure that I... And this is all 100% accurate, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured it might be, but I, I appreciate you uh, just, like, double-checking all that. Absolutely. I stand by all of that. But uh, at the same time, uh, when this elven individual gets up, uh, he looks at Larat Blanc <clears throat> with a look of absolute disgust. Use five dollars, not too much. Ten dollar I do not want any reviews that are negative. Uh, name your price. Anything as this bar means everything to me. Please do not do not give us a bad review, sir. And this elven individual in their three-piece suit delivering a message for Miss Ballon in a most egregious way takes one look at La Rat Blanc and basically scowls <gasps> looking at them and says... wouldn't expect a half-size one like you to ever accommodate my services. He slumps dejectedly. And this elf gets up and continues walking out the door unless otherwise stopped. Uh, did Luca hear any of that? I don't know. You were about uh, three meters away from that. Uh, you can roll for it if you yeah. would like to. If you'd like to make sure that you heard it, uh, that would be your basic perception check. That would be a logic plus willpower.
Five hits, two glitches. All right, five hits, two glitches. Uh, Luca overhears perfectly everything this bigoted little elf just said <laughs> to your good friend, Lara Blanc. Just before they got up and left the entire building. Okay, so after he tripped and he gets up, says that. Yep. Oh, no, no. You can see Lerat Blanc's heart breaking. Yeah. His shoulders stoop. He slinks off. You, you can tell he just doesn't think it's worth it anymore. He's like, why do I try? I'm gonna... No one will ever take me seriously. Oh. There's no point. I'm gonna hold up my empty glass and be like, where's the best waiter in this place? Where is Lerat Blanc? He is dead. Le mer. How will I receive the best service that I've ever had? Without you here. Sometimes it is not enough to... You cannot reach the top shelf if you have the small arms. At this point in time, if nobody has any objections, this hoity-toity elf is going to exit out the front door. After he exits, I'm going to look to William, who is also a dwarf, from my knowledge. Yep. I'm going to look to him. William, I'll be right back. I'm going to drop the rag I had, pop my knuckles really quick, roll the shoulders, going to take a smoke break. (laughs) Uh, Seeing this, uh, Titus sets a bottle down, like somebody just ordered a shot of whiskey. He sets the bottle of whiskey down in front of them and then just like with an empty glass next to it and follows Luca out. Um, so first off and foremost, um, I love this. I love the way this is headed. However, when Luca says that to William, William's going to, uh, nod and then take a moment and go like, oh, wait, hold up. And then like search around his fucking trench coat. And then he's going to throw something to Luca. Okay. Before he heads out. And uh, it's up to you how you want to catch it. I'll I'll just do the like the one-handed like key catch when someone throws you car keys. Just the one hand kind of just catch that really quick. Nice. I would like you to give me willpower plus strength to catch this appropriately. Fuck. Wow. Okay. Five hits, three glitches. Congratulations. Okay. 
So, as you are starting to head out the front door after acknowledging to William that it is your intention to make good on the honor of the situation, he tosses something to you, and as you're on your way out the door, you catch it. Absolutely deftly. Perfectly. Swang. And what you realize is that you are holding a small fragmentation grenade. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) I like William. (laughs) Well, it's good that you caught it correctly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I agree. But uh, you now have a small fragmentation grenade, and uh, you are on your way out the front door. Um, Titus, you also said that you were going to be uh, aiding uh, Luca in this. Like, uh, to- oh, you bet your ass I am. Yes, yes, and I appreciate that. But I don't have all these fresh new uh, martial arts skills for nothing. No, exactly. Um, so, my question is, uh, are we splitting the party for a little bit? Because it sounds like Luca and Titus are about to head out the front door to follow this individual. Um, and it sounds like Lily and Larat Blanc might be a little bit more distracted. And, uh, I'm interested to know what everybody's going to do before I take the scene forward. But Lurat Blanc is devastated, understandably. Um, all this effort he's put, his interface was not well received, and now this person is going to, who knows what, sue them or give a bad review, you know. And he's just, he's going to, he's just having like a moment of like, feeling really bad for himself. <laughs> he's just feeling really Aww. bad for himself in this moment. He's kind of like, you know. Like, he was trying so hard, and somebody just pointed out the part of him that he, like, can't do anything about and is, like, held him back the most in life. So he's, like, just kind of, he's very distracted, and he's slinking off towards the end of the bar to just sort of try to be invisible for a moment. All right. Probably escaping into, you know, maybe VR even. Like, he probably goes to a booth and just VRs. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'm I'm gonna get back to that in a bit because uh, that sounds like something that I need to think about for a little bit um, to determine how it's gonna go down because uh, I appreciate that. Um, but uh, I'm gonna get back to uh, everybody who is headed out the front door. But before I do that, I want to see what Lily has in plan. Lily's like, oh god, which way am I supposed to go? I feel like I'm supposed to tend to his emotional needs, but that is not my skill set. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when does that None of us are trained before? counselors. Yeah, uh, many times. <laughs> uh, you can ask any of my previous girlfriends. Um, so, I'm gonna go with beating the breakfast over dealing with the emotions. That sounds easier. I'm sorry, you cut out a little bit on my end. 
Um, so what is it that you're trying to go for versus what it is you're trying to avoid? I'm going to avoid the feelings. Ah, Temporarily. <laughs> avoid um, the feelings. Classic one Lily. Place. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to... All right. I'm going to, like, reach over for Florette before going and being like, I'll just buy you a step stool before oh, no. running out the door. <laughs> <gasps> oh, okay. So so much more, tr- so much more damage. So Lily is going to run out the front door. Did I hear that correctly? Yeah. Uh, and the rot will take six stun damage from that last comment. <laughs> oh no. no! No, I'm not gonna. Way. I'm not gonna make you take psychological damage just yet. <gasps> I forgot that was the thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was about. No. I was about to say that's that's some sanity damage. Nope. I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna make you take that damage just yet, because as we all know in Shadowrun, yes, there is physical damage and then there is stun damage, but also I made sure to make sure that all of you uh, included psychology damage, psych damage, or sanity damage. And uh, all of you have made that part of your character sheets now. And uh, that will be coming into play soon, but not yet. Uh, would I be able to do one <coughs> last thing as I'm leaving? Uh, it depends on how uh, much of an action it is before you get outside. Because okay. there is a limited amount of time before this NPC manages to escape, but you and Titus are hot on their trail. Mm-hmm. So it depends on what you want to do, whether or not they will be able to escape or be caught. I just, as I was passing um, Larat, or I guess that's assuming that as I'm headed toward the door, I pass Larat in some fashion. Um, yes, you do. Okay. So as I'm passing Larat, just kind of loud enough for Larat to listen, to hear, I'm just going to say, I got you, little brother. And then walk out. <laughs> I got you, little what? Little brother. Oh, oh. that's nice. No, I like that. That's it's good. All right, score. So, are we transitioning to the point in time where Titus and Luca are following this elven individual out to their vehicle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. All right. It sounds good. All right. Well, then we are going to leave behind uh, Lily and the Rat Blanc for a small moment. And we are going to rejoin both Titus and Luca bursting out into the main area outside of the two double doors of Sasha's place. And seeing this elven individual beginning to climb into a very nicely done Armored limousine. Uh, Titus is going to like 
fast walk uh, over to it and just like hold the door open for Luca. All right. <laughs> Score. Wow. Excellent. Oddly mafia esque movements here. There's a slight like that that slight recognition of what's happening and then as you know the the doors held open I'm how big is this limousine uh this limousine is suited to fit all body types oh good so in that case uh the door being held open Luke is just going to kind of slip in afterwards sitting next to this this elf and kind of look at him for a second and you know I really wish you wouldn't have said that and then I'm going to punch him in the knee as hard as I can (laughs) okay so if everybody um well everybody who is Titus and Luca if you would roll initiative if you would please roll me initiative that would be absolutely brilliant saw that coming I'm not complaining this guy has it coming we'll see alrighty and uh, you're gonna have to remind me how to do oh and never mind I just have an initiative written on the sheet that helps doesn't it yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it absolutely does. And uh, yeah, like we had some trouble with initiative the first go round uh, about a year and I, a half ago. But uh, I think we figured it out by now. I am going to spend an edge. Okay. To what? To re-roll my ones. All right. Dope. Uh, that was t- that was not great. I re-rolled three ones, and I got a six and two ones. Okay, so... Uh, So, my total is um, six successes, two glitches. Holy mother of God. Okay, well, I will take that into account, and I will wait to hear Luca's roll. I, I got way less than that. I got <laughs> two hits and one glitch. All right. Well, with response to uh. initiative, and that's the thing, thank goodness this was initiative as opposed to something more dire. But it means that Titus Kovlovsky is going to be able to go first. Cool. So um, kind of like... He, he trusts that Luca has the, like, elf down, um, but he is going to... Um, can I roll a perception check to, like, see who else is in this limo? What are they doing? What is their reaction to this? Yes, you absolutely can, and I will count that as a minor action. So you can do a major action after you get the information from them. That's what I was hoping for. That is going to be uh, four successes and one glitch. All right. So, 
based on what you can see, it is this one elf who is sitting there in their three-piece suit trying to make themselves as comfortable as possible. However, they have just recently been interrupted uh, from that comfort process by a large troll entering their armored limousine. And uh, as far as you can tell, there is not really anyone of any significant importance in this portion of limousine. You see a couple of cybernetic augmented guards, but uh, honestly, like Titus, you know you can take them. So you cut out there. Uh, I was going to say, honestly, mm. no. Titus. Tara, are you still there? You're back. Uh, yes. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? There yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yes. So there are guards. Cool. So I'm going to say this for the third time. Uh, there are guards in there. They are cybernetic. However, Titus, you looking at them based off of that role, you know you can take them. Um, like, are they going for, like, guns or anything? No. They're observing what is happening. Um... So, uh, this might be a, this is, this might be two rolls, but it's just, like, one thing. Well, it's, like, it's two things, but hear me out. I'm, um, I'm so listening. I, I would, I, Titus is going to very obviously go, like, put, just put his hand on the, like, handle of his revolver, which is big and shiny and chrome and, like, obvious. Uh, so it's just he's not drawing it, but just like hand on it, like making eye contact with the guards, like uh, very like don't fucking try me. So um, what you mean to tell me is that mm -hmm. Titus is enough of a badass at this point in time that he can just gesture to the implication of something and have it be intimidating enough. To stop them in their tracks could be uh, but I mean just just the implied threat of like whether or not you know who Titus is or if that he's very good at shooting things like I have a big revolver and I could draw it like I will be able to draw it before you draw your thing like it's true but at the same e but at the even if the guards thought like I was no some nobody schlub it's still like I'm gonna take one of you down mm-hmm um, but, uh, so here's the second part of the action is like behind his back. Uh, I want his other hand to like basically have whisper assemble, uh, so that he's got his, you know, silenced pistol kind of palmed behind his back while he makes right. this like obvious showy gesture towards the revolver. All right. And that way, if he does need to shoot somebody, he can do it silently and not make a scene. All right. Yeah. No, I will allow it. 
totally fair. Cool. Um, so I don't know if you want me to, what you would like me to roll. I figured I would need to roll um, palming for the like how well I am hiding the other one. Uh, yeah, that sounds appropriate. Uh, I am give, real fucking good at that. I know. Uh, give me uh, a small moment uh, to double check what I'm looking at here on my test sheet. No, um, you're you're good to go. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and roll that. Cool. Um, I'm gonna spend a point of edge. All right. Nice. Uh, that is going to be eight successes and one glitch. Well, holy shit. I'm my dice pool for that is uh, 14, I think. Yeah. Nice. So, what you're going to experience is uh, essentially that uh, you've prepared your shot and you absolutely know that uh, they're intimidated by you to a certain extent, but they also do not realize. That you have an ace in the hole <clears throat> that you could bring out at any point in time. They seem to be cautiously optimistic that they might not get shot down. But at the same time, they don't seem like they're optimistic enough to just accept your threat at face value. Does that make sense? Yep. Dope. Uh, but yeah, so that's my whole turn is basically just uh, like threatening them and hiding my backup plan. Yep. Congratulations. You have just created what is commonly re- uh, commonly called a stalemate. <laughs> and uh, none of them are moving. Excellent. So, we have a limousine where now the vast majority of the individuals associated with it are frozen, waiting for the next move. The only other person who can make a move is Luca. And I'm punching the elf in the knee. Who are you punching? The elf. You're punch. You're punching their knee. Yes, in the attempt to essentially shatter. Okay, score. Uh, would you give me willpower plus strength? Yes. Uh, do you want me to just roll for an attack on that, or? Yes, I would actually. That's what you're doing. we go and would you say a little bit of your frustration from your performance earlier comes out in this punch oh 100 percent. 
<laughs> like, I certainly you're kind of taking it out on this elf's knee that like the audience really didn't connect with you. Well, we'll find out based off of this roll. What do we have, Luca? Seven hits and one glitch. Holy fuck. Damn. All right. So, um, let me make sure that I am setting the scene correctly. Uh, you just climbed into a massive limousine with the exclusive purpose of punching this guy in the knee, correct? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just making sure before I describe this scene. As you climb in, uh, this little elf, this six foot tall elf with his hoity toity attitude, finds himself creeping further and further back into the depths of the limousine only to see this giant troll of a lounge singer creeping into his fucking vehicle and then just immediately punches this elfish kneecap and based off of your role you don't just punch his kneecap. You blow his kneecap inversely. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it, it bends backwards in unnatural ways. It cracks in all of the ways. And you hear the most unearthly of screams emanating from this elvish boy's perfect, perfect lips. Not so perfect anymore. Oh, the lips are perfect. Oh it's it's the rest of him that is fucked. <coughs> completely fucked up. Yeah. And you have absolutely shattered his ability to walk over the course of the next six months without cybernetic prostheses. Congratulations. You have... (laughs) You have completely inhibited this guy's ability to walk for at least six months. And he desperately and Pantingly beseeches upon you. Look, I had to deliver a message. That's all I wanted to do. That's all I was supposed to do. None of this was sanctioned by the rules of the game. 
You broke the accord. You're not supposed to be doing this. And now, Miss Balin will suffer the repercussions of your actions. And he just kind of huddles up into the side of the vehicle, hoping that Luca leaves him alone. See, unfortunately, there, Elf, I'm not part of your silly game. This was personal. I'm going to stand up out of the vehicle and walk back into Sasha's place. Uh, when you stand up and get out, Titus closes the door. Hell yeah. <laughs> and walks back into the bar with you. Hell yeah. Oh, actually, wait. He closes the door and, like, waits a second to see if they try to open the door, and if they try to open the door, he closes the door again. joining us for another adventure in the City of Thorns on the Infinity Break Network. New episodes each Friday. If you want to help the City of Thorns grow, please consider a monthly donation on our Patreon so that we can focus on building a bigger and better show for you, our listeners, as well as making more bonus content for our subscribers. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash city underscore of underscore thorns. City of Thorns Renegades is Elijah Clemens as Luca, Bella Williams as Louis, Michael Schoenfelder as Larat Blanc. And Johnny Ronaldo reprising his role as Titus Kowalski. And of course, I, Terabosa, and your game mistress. If you enjoy City of Thorns or tabletop RPGs in general, I also recommend all of the podcasts Infinity Break has to offer you. There is plenty of nerdy and LGBTQ plus friendly podcast entertainment available for your perusal. Infinity Break also has a Patreon, which is how we ensure that all of our showrunners have the resources and equipment necessary to build the quality content and bonus content that we provide to you, our lovely listeners and supporters. If you're already a supporter of the City of Thorns or Infinity Break...
Patreons. Thank you. If not, you can find the Infinity Break Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Infinity Break and the City of Thorns Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash city underscore of underscore thorns. You can find all of the Infinity Break podcasts available at infinitybreak.net or wherever you find your podcasts online. Stay tuned, Renegades, and hit that subscribe button on your podcast catcher so we know you're listening as the adventure continues in the City of Thorns. Renegades.